गाइस दिस इज निखिल साहिब वेलकम बैक टू अनदर एपिसोड ऑफ इंटरनेट एंटरप्रेन्योर फ्रीडम सो व्हाट इज अप टुडे वी आर इंटरव्यूइंग अनदर चुकामा क्लब अवार्ड विनर एक्साइटेड फॉर दिस राइट सो वी आर इंटरव्यूइंग अनदर चुकामा क्लब विनर सो लेट एवरीवन जॉइन इन सुपर एक्साइटेड फॉर टुडेस इंटरव्यू बिकॉज़ टुडेस चुकामा क्लब विनर इज वन ऑफ द क्रेजीएस्ट गाय इन इंटरनेट मार्केटिंग हिस्ट्री व्हेन इट कम्स टू कोल्ड आउटरीच सो लेट्स नॉट वेस्ट एनी टाइम एंड वेलकम टिमोथी ली हु इज द सीईओ एट द मार्केटर्स एलीट Hey Timothy. Hey. hey guys, how's it going? It's going great, and thanks for hopping on Timothy, and thanks for being on time on time. And Timothy is the CEO at the Marketers Elite, and he's expert at the whole outreach and super pretty guy. So everyone who's watching this live, first of all, thank you so much for joining this, and please make sure to comment hashtag live if you're watching this live, and hashtag replay if you're watching replay. And any questions you have, just drop it in the comment box. and timothy will be with us for 45 minutes so he can answer them definitely so let's not waste any time i'm super excited to have the questions on timothy let's pretty much get started like like how did it all started like can you please tell us your back story so my back story was i started an agency back when i was 14 years old and i originally remember when i first jumped into marketing it was when myspace was really big and your only facebook friend was tom, your only myspace friend was tom and uh and so i started that and i got really good with doing marketing on myspace and started working with a lot of major recording artists and started working with you know like ali and aj and the jonas brothers and some other big names back you know back in the day and then mm-hmm. after that i learned uh facebook and i remember when facebook first started and it was only mainly for college kids and then it kind of just you know grew from there into what it is today and so i learned facebook advertising and and you know just studied it a lot and took some classes and i actually took maxwell finn's uh class from unicorn iq and you know and got really good with facebook and google ads mm-hmm. and then after that i uh started an agency and started helping other entrepreneurs you know grow and scale their businesses using facebook ads and uh and with code outreach You know, when I had my agency, one thing that I had learned was I was always having that you know that problem getting past that 10k mark. And I think a lot of agency owners they have a tendency to you know not being able to get past 10k. And what I was learning was is that all these other entrepreneurs and all these business owners that I was reaching out to were nickel and diming me they were trying to you know nickel and dime me for you know pennies on the dollar and they were you know they were like hey you know let's do facebook ads for you know $500 a month or whatever and you know you really can't go, grow and scale a business or an agency when you're doing things for $500 and so 100%. what that allowed me to do was is it allowed it it made me realize that i needed to start charging more and i needed to start showing my value and mm-hmm. so i decided to start using code email and started doing some code outreach and i started reaching out to companies that had a net worth of over 5 million dollars because i knew they could pay me more and uh and so i just started you know sending a bunch of emails out and uh and you know personalizing those emails and i was able to get on the phone with some you know several ceos of some you know fortune 500 companies and i was able to close a $300,000 uh deal just based off of code email Oh, that's $300,000. That's whooping big, but that's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> and that's a great yeah, story. Like, cool. 
absolutely like being in the industry for 14 years like 14 freaking long years that's amazing and you know like there was not even this facebook thingy then right it was just that myspace and right now you're doing pretty good with the cold outreach and the facebook ads amazing amazing brother and like there's a lot of misconception a lot of people don't believe that like cold outreach can work well but this simple sentence twenty thousand dollars from just one deal of cold outreach that freaks out every single person who say that right i think <laughs> the reason why I think the reason why people have the misconception that mm -hmm. code email outreach doesn't work is because they're doing it in bulk. And so they're using systems like Mailshake or they're using these automated email you know, systems that they're using to send out emails. And then they're wondering why it's not working. The reason why it's not working is, is there's nothing in that email that stands out that makes that CEO of that company want to open that email and respond to it. And if you do send it, I mean, I personally get code emails all the time and mm -hmm. I can tell when an email is personalized and when an email is not. And so I think that's one of the reasons why for me, it's like if I get an email and it's a code email and I can tell whether they, it was personalized or not, sometimes I won't even respond to it. Um, but if they've actually taken the time to, you know, personalize that email and send me an email where I know they actually did a little bit of research about, about me and about what I'm offering, then mm -hmm. I will respond to that email because it just goes to show you that that person took a step further to, you know, to actually, you know, get in your inbox and to get you to respond to them. Exactly. That really makes sense. And yeah, that's, that's like more advanced stuff. You're going to definitely go deep diving into that part as well. So yeah, like Timothy, like in a nutshell, like. How to actually start the cold outreach stuff like how to actually start because a lot of people don't know like what to exactly do they get this information overwhelmed thing because there are a lot of free stuff out there so what do you think is the best way to start cold outreach i think the best way to start doing code outreach well step one is obviously knowing you know who you're wanting to go after so it's finding a brand that you're passionate about or a business that you're passionate about in a vertical that, you know, that you dig, like for an example, I mean, you know, you can look around, you know, look around your house and see all kinds of different brands. I mean, like I'm drinking a Fiji water. So it's like, okay, well, if you're passionate about Fiji water, then you could mm -hmm. reach out to, to get into Fiji's inbox. And, or, you know, if it's a small business, for an example, if you're trying to reach out to a chiropractor, if you're trying to reach out to a dentist or an orthodontist, then it's sending an email that's personalized based off of that dentist or that orthodontist to get them to want to open it. So that would be my, you know, one thing. And not only that, another thing is when you send an email out to, you know, any of these business owners, you make sure that you don't focus solely on you because you're not, the, you're not the reason why, you know, you're trying to get them as a client. You're trying to get them as a client because you have a problem. You found a problem that they have and you want to solve that problem. So the best thing to do is, is if you do have a client that you want to work with, make sure that they have a problem that you can solve. And when you talk to that client, let them do the talking and let them talk about that problem. And then after that, then you can come in and say, hey, I have a solution and this is how I can help you. Because if you send an email and you start all about me, 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 the chances are they're probably not going to respond to you and they're probably not going to want to talk to you because you're all about yourself and not all about what you can do for them. Absolutely. Yeah, that really makes sense. Mm -hmm. And then another thing that I would do as well is I would use an email tracking software that allows you to know when that person opens your email. So that way you're able to, you know, track that email all the way from, you know, you sending it to them opening it. And then if they don't open the email, then you know that you can follow up with them in order to get them to respond to you. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that really makes sense. Awesome, brother. Awesome. And let's get into the next question, which is like, what are the best ways to connect to actually the business owner? Like, is that a cold email or cold calling or just texting them? Like, how does that go? Or social media? I think the best way to reach a business owner for code email would definitely be there's a couple ways you can do it. One is it's going to depend on the vertical that you're in. So like for one example, if you're going after a chiropractor, then you're going to want to do you're going to want to do an email. And you know, you can get those emails off of their Facebook page or you can get those emails off of, you know, their website and then you know, you just need to look up some information about the, you know, about the company that you're reaching out to. So like you should look into the orthodontist. Like I have an orthodontist and my orthodontist has won awards for over 20 years. So, you know, that's something that you would mention and be like, hey, congratulations. I've noticed that you've won awards for the past 20 years. That's awesome. You know, and just kind of go into your email. So that way, you know, the the business owner knows that you've actually taken the time to, you know, to look them up and learn a little bit about them. Other than like, even to this day, I will still get emails from people that are messaging me and asking me if they can help me you know, with web design services. And it's like, I don't offer web design services. So it's like the people don't, most people who do code email don't actually take the, take the time and the effort to go and look into that business owner. So, and then, yeah. And so, and I definitely wouldn't do, you know, phone calls because if you do phone calls right away, then you have a hard time, you know, reaching them because you've got that gatekeeper that's going to answer the phone. And like with the, you know, with the orthodontist, you have the front office person and, you know, and the orthodontist is always in and out of seeing patients. And if it's a fortune 500 company, you know, like I've tend to go after, like, I mean, I've worked, I've talked to, you know, spirit airlines and, you know, and a few of the other, you know, big companies and, and, you know, you're not going to just be able to pick up the phone and call spirit and say, Hey, can I talk to the CEO of spirit airlines? So, you know, you're better off actually going through email. And then another good one is also LinkedIn and being able to use LinkedIn to reach out to, you know, business owners and to build a, you know, a personal relationship. And so I would definitely say email and uh, LinkedIn and definitely avoid, you know, by using the phone because I've tried that before. It doesn't work that that doesn't work that well. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing your experience. And yeah, that really makes sense. Like if you just call someone like and ask for the CEO, they're going to probably hang up right and yeah those are the best two things where they don't get offended like especially the email because you know they don't have an option they have an option to respond or not they can skip it but a phone call doesn't give that option they should speak and they get irritated with that and also the linkedin is like a really flexible brand. thanks for putting them out on the table timothy i really appreciate that and like see like as you just mentioned timothy like with these big companies and this golden geese companies which you're talking about like which are doing already big revenues like at least like a million dollar at least doing consistent six figures monthly so like as you mentioned they get a lot of cold outreaches like they get a lot of people cold calling them they get a lot of emails every single day and they get into this mode where they don't want to pay attention right they, they'll be just like eh, this is another pitch i don't want to hear right? they'll be in that mode like how to capture attention of the business owner when you're doing cold outreach how does that actually go? I mean, to capture the business owner, you know, on code outreach and to catch their attention, it's really about mm-hmm. personalization and it's mm-hmm. about personalizing the email to make sure that that person is going to want to respond back to you. And, and not only that, but it's relating to them. So like, I mean, like I was mentioning a little bit ago, I mean, you know, if you go to their website, if it's an orthodontist, you can look up and see you know, how many awards they've won and talk about that. Or if they went to college, you can talk about that. Or, 
you can talk about, you know, anything that, you know, you see that a way for you to connect with them. I mean, like anytime I do code email, which I don't do a lot of it as much anymore in order to get clients. But when I used to do it all the time, what I would always do is I would always go and look up the, you know, the business owner that I was reaching out to and, you know, doing some deep diving into them to make sure that I could relate to them in an email and send that out via email. Mm -hmm. So just curious, like, do you send the email outreach to direct the company or the CEO? Like, do you find the CEO's email or do you just send that email to the business? I always send an email directly to the CEO of the business. Uh-huh. Sounds interesting. So let's get like deep into like how do you find those emails a little later. So and also like when someone tries, you know, like most cold outreach, you know, the main problem they follow is, you know, like they don't get replies. They get open rates, they get people who look at the email, but they don't get any replies from that email. Like people don't respond. So like what do you think is the minimum problem and like what to exactly do when they don't get any replies for the cold outreaches? So if you don't get a reply to a Cody outreach, that's the reason why you use a software that'll allow you to track the email. So that way, you know, if they respond to, you know, like if they open that email, if they don't open that email, and if they don't open that email, then you just follow up with them. And so for me personally, I send out several emails if I don't get a response and I will usually wait about a week and then I'll send another email. And then if they don't respond within that, then I'll usually send another one out like two weeks later. And then after that, it's usually once, you know, once a month because you don't want to, you know, blow their inbox up to the point where, you know, you're getting annoying. So mm -hmm. you want to do it in, you know, like the first time right away and then, you know, wait a week. And then after that, you know, two weeks and then a month from there. Absolutely. Yeah, that really makes sense. So it's all about following up in the cold outreach like that. That's in the moment key. You don't get like instant response or something like that. So we should always be constantly following up with the people who are actually on the email. That really makes sense. And Timothy, as you're into like this cold emailing thing and all the, especially being an agency for a long time, like what do you think are the misconceptions about the cold outreach? Like, I think the misconceptions about code outreach is that people are using automated responders and software like Mailshake to automatically send out emails in bulk and there's no customization. So people are you know, thinking, oh, well, if I'm sending these out and I'm not getting any responses and nobody's reaching back out to me and nobody's reaching back out to you because you're sending them a code email that they're getting 20 times a day. So why would they want to respond to you? So it's just really standing, you know, standing out and being different and making the CEO want to open that email. Like for an example, with me, what I will do is I will think about it for a second when I send an email and I will say, should I actually, would I open this email? So like I would go back through and reread my email and be like, is this something that I would open if somebody was sending this to me? And the chances are, if not, then I'm going to go back through and I'm going to redo that to the point where I'm like, okay, yeah, this I would totally open. I would totally respond back to this person. So it's more so making sure that, you know, if you're sending an email, you know, putting yourself in that CEO's shoes to make sure that you would actually open that email and respond to it. Absolutely. And yeah, that really makes sense. So it's all about personalization again and again, right? So it's all about being more personal and not be that robot, like, Right. They almost get 20 30 outreaches every single day, as I just mentioned. So the more we personalize, the better chance we have to get replies back, right? Awesome, but awesome. Exactly. So, 
Uh -huh. Let's get into the next question, which is like, what tools, like what system do you use to track your cold outreach? Like what are the tools involved in the whole process? You can use a software called MailTracker. I believe it's MailTracker.io and that'll mm -hmm. allow you to track your email opens. And then mm -hmm. you could also use a software called Rocket Reach, which will allow you to find the emails of CEOs. And so that would be a great one. And then as well mm -hmm. as LinkedIn, because you could put in a CEO's email on LinkedIn or like a CEO's name. And then you can use a software like Rocket Reach, which will pull the email addresses. And uh, you can also go directly to Rocket Reach, type in the name of a CEO, and then it'll spit out the emails. Oh, awesome. And just curious to know, like, what email system do you use? Do you use like a custom SMTP or do you use Mail Merge with G Suite or do you use, I, I don't think you use this Mailshake or Mailgun, something like that. So like what exact email sending software do you use? So if you're going to send out an email, I always recommend that you use an email, you know, like a Gmail account, for an example. And there's mm -hmm. a lot of people that ask, well, if you send out an email using Gmail, why would that CEO open an email from a Gmail account? Well, if you think about it from a perspective, if you get an email from a domain name, the sp their spam blocker could possibly block that email. But if it's from a free email service like Gmail, then that email is going to get through because there are so many people that could be emailing them that are from Gmail or from Yahoo or, or Hotmail or whatever. So that email would actually get through. Mm -hmm. oh, that's interesting and you know like using the gmail and like how many people do you think like everyone should outreach or try to outreach to because gmail i think that really has a limitation to the people there we can send cold outreaches right so what what do you think is the best number to target on every single day like 100 100 outreaches a day or 50 or 10 how does that goes i would recommend doing 100 emails a day i mean you know what i would say is is you could do 20 starting out to make sure that you you know that you understand the correct way to do code outreach and then mm -hmm. after that then you could ramp up to doing 50 and then doing 100 but definitely start out with doing a smaller amount with like 20 or 30 emails and then after that you could ramp up to doing more absolutely that's an awesome like like you exactly laid out the whole system so it's all about the people who are actually watching it and who can actually implement that into their business right now thank you timothy for explaining every single thing and timothy like as you're already at this level when you're doing like a seven-figure business or running all this team and managing the agency your clients and your own systems processes like how does your daily routine looks like for the success which you're having my day starting out, I mean, I wake up and, you know, have breakfast and, you know, I get on the computer and I get on the computer. I, I get on the computer and I check and see, you know, what's going on in Slack and check and check all my staff and see what everybody's doing. And, and, you know, and I just consistently check in with my team and I check Skype and my email and then I respond to emails and, you know, I go on about my day. And I mean, my whole team communicates with Slack and Skype, which is really helpful and I think mm -hmm. for owning an agency, I think it's really important that you have proper communication in place with the team that you're running. And so I think that Slack is a great way of making sure that you have, you know, a good way to manage your team. Absolutely. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And thank you so much for mentioning that. And uh, yeah, Timothy, let's get into the next question. Like, what will be your number one suggestion to a 20-year-old you or someone who's just getting started right now? If you're 20 years old and you were just starting, my recommendation would be dive into learning Facebook ads, 
you know, jump into a course like Unicorn IQ to learn Facebook ads, which is Maxwell Finn. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of good Facebook ads that you could use. All right. So the question was, what would be your suggestion to a 20 year old? My suggestion would be if you're 20 years old and you're just getting started, I would recommend, mm -hmm. you know, taking an ad course like Unicorn IQ. Mm -hmm. And then after you take the Unicorn IQ, my recommendation would be, you know, jump in and doing some code outreach, learning code outreach, and then, you know, building a team and then figuring out what company that you want to work with and, and stick with one vertical. So like if you want to work with orthodontist and only work with orthodontist, if you only want to work with, you know, and stick with one thing. I think my issue when I first started an agency was I was trying to do multiple verticals. So I was trying to do, you know, orthodontist. I was trying to do gyms. I was trying to do... I was trying to do everything. And so I think that's the reason why it's important just to find one vertical and stick with that one vertical. Absolutely. That's a great answer, Timothy. Like a lot of agency owners right now still, you know, do the same mistake. They just try to hire, like, you know, do everyone, like do the work for everyone. Like if he has the niche, they will be seeing like, I can work with anyone. You know, they do real estate, they do the course creators, they do consultants, like they do chiropractors. So they target everyone. That's a great answer like they should be focusing on one skill and one vertical to target on to actually scale up their agency lifestyle that's really important and i definitely appreciate that timothy and timothy like as you are at this level where you are doing great business like what are your life's biggest achievements and any great bigger goals right now my biggest achievements for me was hitting that one million dollar mark and when you mm -hmm. When you hit that $1 million mark, that really opens, you know, really opens your eyes and really lets you go to the next level. And mm -hmm. my big goal that I'm heading towards for this year is actually hitting the $10 million mark. And I oh. think that once you, once you hit 1 million, then you can scale from there and, and go from there. And so for me, you know, hitting $10 million by the end of this year is definitely, you know, where, where I'm heading for. <laughs> Absolutely, I'm super excited for that bird, and it really seems like an interesting goal where you're actually, you know, hitting like having a goal to hit that one mil every single month, right? That's a consistent mil months, you know, to hit that two comma x. And we're really excited to see you on the stage with that holding, like holding the two comma x award, and all the best for that, and I wish you success for that. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm definitely excited about it. I mean, I'm not going to be getting the reward anytime soon from from the. Uh, to comic club right now because you know with everything going on with live i'm gonna have to wait a little bit mm -hmm, absolutely that really makes sense but and uh, yeah so far that's great and let's get into the next question like as you're already at this level i, I believe you have made multiple mistakes so what was the biggest mistake in your life so far my biggest My biggest mistake that I think that I made in life was, mm -hmm. I'm trying to think, the biggest mistake that I think I would have probably made in life was, you know, jumping into the business and sending out emails and trying to work in all these different verticals. And so like trying to do orthodontists and trying to do gems and trying to do, you know, all of these different verticals, when really, if you focus on one vertical, that'll allow you to properly scale your business and get past that 10K mark. Because for myself, when I, you know, started focusing on just one vertical, I was able mm -hmm. to scale my business, you know, because I think that's the reason why so many people right now are having, you know, being held back is they're making the mistake of, you know, saying, oh, well, whatever company that I can do business with and whoever will pay me, 
is who I want to do business with. But that's not necessarily how you want to do things. You want to find one vertical, focus on that one vertical so you can get really good with that one vertical. And then that also allows you to have the process, you know, proper systems in place and processes in place that allow you to, you know, scale your business. Because at that point, you know, you have all of your systems built out. And so you can just replicate that system. Absolutely. So yeah, that really makes sense. A lot of people go through this problem right now. Still, like they'll be targeting anyone and everyone, try to send their offer to anyone and everyone. Last Timothy said, if you craft that into one single product where you can replicate the same vertical again and again without putting a lot of effort, because being an agency, like you need human resources to fulfill, right? And like if you have a system, right, that that can take less time to create a customized product for every single person, it's gonna help you scale to another new level. Timothy, that's a great answer as well. And I hope everyone will learn from that mistake and actually follow along and build the right system for their business. And yeah, Timothy, it like, was definitely my biggest mistake. <laughs> yeah, like a lot of people still go through that phase and hopefully they'll they'll realize that they should be at another level right now by just creating or systemizing their offer and agency stuff. So let's get to the next question, Timothy. Like, who are your main inspiration for the success and any key persons involved in, in this whole thing? What are my what is my main inspiration for success? Yes. My main inspiration for success is I'm trying to think. That's a good question. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think my main inspiration for success is just being able to know that you can help so many people. And you know, if you're getting into the industry and you know you're reaching out to these business owners, you're actually not only changing your life, you know, but from the financial standpoint but you're also mm -hmm. impacting other business owners. So you're impacting their businesses and helping them grow their business. And in my case, I work in, I work in health insurance now. And so I help people get health insurance. And so, you know, for me, it's nice knowing that I'm able to help another person get health insurance, which can then help save their life or, or, you know, help them with their cost or if there's something issue with the kid or, or whatever, you know, that you're making that impact. Absolutely. Yeah, the, the, that impact is what we look at when we're doing anything, right? That really makes sense. But and like uh, Timothy, as as you are already at this level, and hopefully people who are actually watching this may need some help uh, with anything, especially with the cold outreach or how to run an agency or build systems and process in their business. So, do you have any mentorship offerings? Like, where can our audience find your mentoring? I do have a uh, mentoring ship program and people can learn more about that at uh, www.themarkofjalit.com. It's a mastermind that I, that I throw and I'm mm -hmm. actually going to be turning that into a, you know, private coaching, you know, as well. And then you can also, you know, book a call with me at uh, book.timothylee.co and I'll jump on with you and learn about your business and see how I can help you. Wow, that's exciting. And I'll actually potentially put that uh, links directly in the comment box so that you can actually contact Timothy directly. And that's a great answer to every single question for Timothy. I definitely appreciate that. And any last words before we actually conclude the whole session? I don't really have any last words. My last words would be if you're starting a business and you're just jumping into the agency space, stick with one vertical and you know learn Facebook ads, learn code outreach, don't use Mailshake and also stay focused on one vertical and go into the business because you want to help people out don't go into the business because you want the money because if you go into the business with wanting to help people then it, then the money will come 
absolutely so yeah the value returns as money right we just need to genuinely provide value to the opposite person so that I, that actually turns our snowball effect we help us to make more money on a long term basis and again timothy thank you so much for this amazing opportunity i really love i enjoyed you know interviewing you and all the specific tactics which you just mentioned in this interview about cold outreach and all other things really help the viewers as well as me as a business owner uh, to implement right now in my business i actually had a lot of takeaways implemented in my business especially with the outreach stuff so i definitely appreciate your time thanks again for hopping on and actually hopefully everyone enjoyed the session and uh, yeah just stay tuned for the next interview guys and timothy especially we'll be looking forward to have you again on the show when you hit that show comma x right all right thank you so much thank you so much for absolutely. your time and uh, you guys have a good day and hopefully you guys learned something absolutely thank you thank you timothy peace out bye